This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Patreon, we live. Yo, we live. Angela Yee, Charlemagne. Yo, Angela Yee finally bringing her show on. Oh, shit. It's been a minute, nigga. Um, hey, man. Patreon, each dog. Welcome back. We back. Your boys, your favorites, man. Appreciate all y'all. Thank you to all the new subscribers, man. Everybody who uh, who signed up in the last few days, we appreciate you. I wonder what order people be listening in. Oh yeah, because over here you ain't really gotta. You can play around. You know what I'm saying? No, what I mean is like, like I Rego every, first. Yeah, this DM Patreon or here. If I was a Patreon subscriber, which I am to a couple pods, um, I listen to the Patreon shit first and. Specifically because the only thing we reviewing on the main feed is BMF. Yeah. I would probably slide over here for... The Mayor of Kingstown and Your Honor joint. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, and... Uh, so this particular episode... Yeah. Is Patreon first exclusive. Yeah. But it's going to hit. Yeah, the main page going to get this. Um, we really we just want to... We want to make sure that everybody on the main page know what, uh, what type of content you could get over here, man, on this side. Um, and for those who don't know, I posted it on the Twitter. We are reviewing You People, man. You People, uh, written by Jonah Hill and Kenya Barris, directed by Kenya Barris, starring Jonah Hill, Lauren London, Eddie Murphy, Nia Long, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus, um, uh, David Duchovny. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you know, yo. David Duchovny was in his bag in this shit. Um Mike Epps, hilarious in this fucking movie. Um, and what's up, Deion Cole? Yo, that scene with Deion Cole was actually great, nigga. Um, a whole bunch of people in this shit. Young Miami, yeah, Lala yeah, found yeah. her way in this shit. Uh, yo, Lala will find her way in some shit, boy. Her agent is the agent of the year, I swear to God. I feel like they force us to take Lala. Not saying that she's not talented or anything yeah, like that, but yeah. I don't know. It, just, they, it definitely feel like it's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. But Lala going to be in something. That's a, that's a and everything point. she in is like like the popular cultural extravagant shit. Like, nigga, from BMF to power to you, you people. <laughs> yeah, what if Lala be in your honor? Your Honor, I'm gonna ask to be. Can I can I recuse myself, Your Honor? <laughs> Yo, man, I want to be recused. Yo, man, before we get into um our thoughts on uh on you people, man, and, and just kind of talk about the movie in general, um, I do want to point out that you people currently, and since it came out, has been the number one movie on Netflix globally. It's like 17 countries. Or 81. Like 81. 81. I looked that up right before I walked in the building today. Um, 81 countries, this is number one, and it has been from the minute this dropped. So I think two weeks ago now, um, maybe three. It's really funny. I enjoyed this movie, dog. Like, laugh for laugh? Like, it's it's pretty funny. And, like, it was just a good... First of all, I've said this a billion times, and I'm going to say it a billion one. I'm fucking with anything Lauren London is in from now to the end of life, bro, period. Like, that's just going to happen, so you got to deal with it. Um... And I will say, her first, because Nick was like, yo, this is a great comeback film for her. This wasn't her comeback film. She was in that Michael B. Jordan shit where she got two minutes of screen time and then got, got killed. killed. And I didn't think that was good for her mental. Like, I really didn't. By gunfire. Like, come on. you With a kid. You was pregnant with a kid and got shot in your sleep and killed in the first 10 minutes of this movie. 
And she didn't really sound like she that was... She's been on TV shows since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't popped up in some shit, but that was her first, like, theatrical or... I mean, it was a Prime movie, but it was in theaters. Um, she did an interview with uh, Harper's Bazaar, and in the interview, she did mention how fucking, like, good being in this movie felt to her, dog. Like, she said it felt good. Like, being around that cast, getting the fucking experience to to work with Nia, to work with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, to work with Eddie Murphy. She was like, nigga, they were literally, like, there for me. She was like, Julia was, was telling her in between takes when they was, you know, dealing with all the shit they was dealing with. Yeah, she played... Uh she was in Gangs People Play for 10 yep, episodes yep. as Vanessa King and in True Story as Mon... I'm assuming this is Monica. So Gangs People Play, she ain't come back the second season. That was after that. They replaced her with Karuchi. Mm. Yeah. Well, not replaced her. It was a different character. Oh, damn. Nip did go in yeah, 19, huh? Yeah, yep, yep. So in 2021, she played seven episodes on True Story. Yeah, okay, okay. And... um. True story. I got to check that out. I ain't never watched that. Without remorse, what we just talked yeah, yep, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most recently, um, you people. Real quick, somebody said on uh, Twitter, Michael B. Jordan and Lauren London are the same actor. Uh, no. I I would I would dare to say that. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I would dare to say that Michael B. Jordan is a better actor. Strictly based off of Fruitville Station, because um, that's the only movie I've got to. Fruitville's the only see. movie he's actually talking in. My nigga don't have no lines. He take his shirt off and say four words. Oh, come find me, Russian, yeah. and that'd be the whole movie and shit. Um, I still won't say that he's a he, better actor. He plays a good. So, like in Creed, the scenes he had with the what what what's her girl name. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Oh, Tessa. Yeah. Tessa. Blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. Um, like the 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 getting to know you, the the friendly lovey dovey scenes, like that shit comes off really realistic and believable. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm also a, a quote unquote playboy, and that's my regular life. So, yeah. Um, um, I just do not. Y'all know how I feel, dog. Uh, Michael, bad acting Jordan is what I call him. Um. I'm not a fan, dog. Like, I, I loved him as Wallace in The Wire, but I feel like a lot of people hype up that one season, bro. It, it wasn't, you know, it was it was fucked up when he got killed, but it was like, yo, was that nigga winning the Emmy that year? Not really. Um, Fruitvale, he was amazing. Um, but in addition to him being amazing in that role, I also thought he had an amazing director behind him, right? Um, and he, it was the right project. So... Everything else he's done since then, including Without Remorse, including Creed's, it's just like, I don't think it takes a lot to do what he's given us so far. Uh, I did hear he did a good job in that movie with Jamie Foxx, though. I never watched that movie where he was his attorney. Oh, I didn't watch that either. I didn't watch it. I actually heard, like, that was the movie niggas was hitting me up like, yo, I know this ain't your man's, but he really killed this one. And I was like, why damn. Why did I watch that? I don't know why I ain't watch it. And it was sitting right in my just mercy. Yeah. Yo, it's some it's some things because we've been doing this in real life since Black Planet Black Planet. Uh Black yeah. Panther first came out yeah. in twenty eighteen. Um, but I don't think we really got into our bag into twenty nineteen. Facts. Facts. But um it's movies that have come out since then that I have no idea how I haven't come probably because we have to watch so much stuff and I do kind of Finagle time to work a full time job, yeah, in the business and try to 
I'm failing at have some bit of a social life. Yeah, I'm failing horribly. Um, but it be some moments like, damn, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't see this. It be some shit where I'll, I'll just be honest. Because of what we know, we have to review on the show, and then because of the amount of content that I want to watch, like I, I, I like look forward to it. Some shit just be out there, and it's like, yo, I would watch it, but I don't have time. Or it don't. Like, some it ain't things, on my want to watch list. Some things I like want to watch, but I'm like, I know we can't actually review this. Yeah. Because one, I don't want to do a scene by scene breakdown. Yeah. And, but y'all on Patreon, there is something that we've been working on a video show that will address some of this shit. And I, yeah. I, I, I already 100% know that y'all gonna love it. Y'all that. gonna fuck with this for real. Um, but all that said, dog, uh, this movie you know, was funny as hell. I enjoyed you people, man. And um, whoever comparing Michael B. Jordan to Lauren London, I will, I will challenge you to say that in this p- movie, I bet you, she I, ain't feel like Nunu to me. She felt like a normal fucking L.A. girl, which she is a normal L.A. girl, dog. And I thought that was really dope that they just kind of allowed her to be her to an extent. Um, one of the things she said uh, in her interview with Harper's Bazaar, she was talking about just how her and Jonah Hill like kind of got along off screen. And she was saying, yo, it was kind of dope because at the end of the day, me and him are both L.A. kids, but we just from two different L.A. worlds. Right. And she was like, what's dope is my mom is black. My dad is Jewish. In real life, Mm -hmm. she was like, but I grew up when my parents were divorced. So she was like, I grew up with my mom in a black fucking community, in a black household. Because the white man left her. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. Stop getting with the other brother. You know what I'm saying? Come on, nigga. How did that how that work? Thought she was my other brother. Come on, nigga. Um, but she was like, you know, I, I would I fucked I with my I dad. I have no idea if her father left her or not. <laughs> no. Nah. They she said she was around her dad, but she lived with her mom. And that's that's gonna be the influence that you get, the parent who you're with twenty four hours a day, not the one you with maybe a couple days a week. So um she was like, you know, it was an interesting dynamic to have her actual background and her black experience with a Jewish father. And then get to know Jonah Hill and his Jewish fucking background. I saw her on um, the Tonight Show. Okay. And um, how they met, which was uh, sort of like how they met on the show. Yeah. They were they were she was driving somewhere to meet him um, to to do the read and everything yeah. like that, just to introduce like a week before they were supposed to do the read. Yeah. And like his car was like parked somewhere and it was like blocking something mm. and then she pulled over and was like yo what's going on and he was like oh shit I'm, I'm out here supposed to like yeah it's like it was a really really That's similar to yeah and and she was and like was real cool she was like when uh she was like kenya barris is a friend they worked together when she was on the game um when it was on bet she was on there and uh she was like you know she had a relationship with him and he reached out and said, you know, me and Jonah Hill just wrote this movie. Like, both of us agreed, like, you're this role. Like, this is for you. And um, we would really like you to be a part of this project. And uh, she was like, at first she told him, you know what? I don't think that's the right fit for me, you know, but I'm going to meditate on it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She said he was, like, persistent, reaching out to her. And then um, eventually she was like, she met up with him, Jonah Hill, and another one of the producers of the film. And they did lunch. And... uh 
that's when she was like, okay, I addressed my concerns with the movie directly with them. They all gave me answers that I appreciated, I respected, and it seemed like they they heard me. And she was like, from there, she was like, fuck it, I'm going to sleep on it a little bit more, but I think I'm in. And uh, she was in, man, and, and we got this product. Now, it was dope because she said, I'm like, she's never been on a Tonight Show before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just think like, oh, Lauren London. And then I went and pulled up her discography or her filmography. Yeah, yeah. She ain't really been in a lot of shit. Facts. Facts. Her career is very young. Um, her 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 first thing she she actually did transition from a video vixen yeah. or a, a, a video actress yeah. or her, you know really made her wave in that fronting video that's where yep. a lot of niggas first seen her that's her first that was trailer. the first video yeah and then went and, to um, a, a ti video mm-hmm. and like and then atl atl yeah yeah so you know and and then in her a lot of her personal life has been out in the public. You know what I'm saying? Her relationship with Wayne when she was with him, um, her relationship with Nip, obviously, and, you know, having children by these men, whatever, whatever. Niggas had a lot to say about whatever. But in that time, yo, maybe acting wasn't to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? But now it seems like, based on what I read in that interview that she did, like she really kind of is in a space where she like, yo— I definitely want to do this, but I want to be intentional about the roles I take on. I want to make sure I'm not doing bullshit. Yeah, this Christmas. I understand why they said the whole Michael B. Jordan, because, like, this Christmas, like, she can relatively play the exact same character in every movie. In everything, and yeah. And when you like the girl next and it door, works. Yeah. I need somebody nice. Yeah, um, not, she was on Entourage. Yeah. You know what's kind of funny? And I pointed this out uh, earlier today, actually. Um her character on Entourage dated Turtle. She was on there for like two episodes. They got together based off sneakers. That nigga Turtle looked down at some shoes she had on and was like, yo, you got on the woo woo whoops. And then she looked at his feet like, yeah, I see you with the blah, blah, blah. And then nigga asked her dad. Her dad was fixing his car. He asked her pops like, yo, would you mind if I like took her out? And the pops wasn't with it at first. He was on some Eddie Murphy shit. Like, no, I'm not letting my daughter go on a date with a fat white dude. Like, it ain't happening, nigga. And then he just kind of kept rolling with him. And eventually he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Take her out. But I thought that was dope, too. Because to the nigga saying, ain't no way Lauren London would get with a Jonah Hill. I'm like, bro. One, how y'all know? Well, well, well let's. So let's address this before we, bet, get, bet, bet. we get into the movie. Um, this version of Jonah Hill, yeah, in this movie, I do not see being what Lauren Hill's character, Lauren London, Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren London. Yeah, I have no idea why they kept. I love Jonah Hill, but like he looked dirty this whole movie with the <laughs> hair slicked back, yeah. and that nasty fucking beard. Like he it, looked like a Russian mob. It looked like Son. a mismatch. And I do understand that black women can date a white man. You don't got to be slim and slender. Or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We know that happened. But for people to act like it don't look like a mismatch, yeah. I think that's it's, 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 not, it's, it's disingenuous. Now, you also can be a bigot. And not want the white man to be to with date her. the black woman. Yeah, that's something totally different. But here's where I think his character in this movie specifically, because I'm with you. Jonah Hill is one of my favorite fucking actor, comedic, comedic actor. actors. Like, and I think he probably has a whole different layer of acting skill. You know my thoughts on fucking funny actors. I think them niggas be the best fucking dramatic actors. But anyway, in this movie, when I rewatched it, I was like, yo, 
I know exactly how he got her. Same shit I just pointed out to uh, to the Entourage and Turtle shit. That nigga in every episode or every scene had on some fly shit. And I'm like, a nigga that's kind of, yeah, the hair, the slick back hair was crazy. The beard was crazy. As a combo, it was crazy as fuck. Which is why, and we're not talking about Jonah Hill in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jonah Hill in real life is a multi-millionaire. And yes, he, he can get absolutely the, get yeah. whoever he want. Yeah. This person in this particular, the character, I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, people who are saying that, they being quote-unquote villainized and everybody it was jonah hill was trending the other day yeah because i can't believe y'all doing this to jonah hill like yo relax well um something he said uh not just about this movie but in general um he said that uh talking to the media not people not fans not viewers talking to the media he posted this on instagram he said, I don't think I ever took my shirt off in a pool until I was in my mid-30s, even in front of family and friends. Probably would have happened sooner if my childhood insecurities weren't exacerbated by years of public mockery about my body by press and interviewers. So the idea that the media tries to play me by stalking me while I'm surfing and printing photos like this, apparently it was a photo out in the last couple weeks, um... And it can't phase me anymore? That's a dope idea. I'm 37 and finally love and accept myself. This isn't a good for me post and it's definitely not a feel bad for me post. It's for the kids who don't take their shirt off at the pool. Have fun. You're wonderful and awesome and perfect. All my love. Then he went on to say, I know the media means well, but I kindly ask that you not comment on my body. I'm 37 and finally love and accept myself. You won't see me out there promoting this film or any of my upcoming films while I take this important step to protect myself from you. Talking to the media, but in that media convo, he talking to a lot of you niggas. Because again, while I get that this nigga in this movie isn't, you know, the ideal person we would see somebody who looks like Lauren London with. I also get that as an actor in general, fuck the, the movie. As an actor in general, yeah, I'm kind of tired of you niggas talking about me, period. So 100% get what niggas is saying about the character in the movie, even though the nigga was fly enough that, hey, clearly with a Gucci jacket on every fucking scene and rare ass sneakers that cost $2,000 now on the resale, yeah, that nigga could probably bag a Lauren London or at least get a fucking combo out of her. But in real life, I ain't mad at that nigga saying, I ain't promoting this shit. I'm not going out in the media because you niggas ain't finna fucking talk to me. And like, they had clips of that nigga on like Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. He asking him like, he was like, yo, you smell better than I thought you would. And he was like, why would you think I wouldn't smell good? And he was like, I don't know, just the way you look. I, I would you play? You like, like Super bad, like, but like, don't say that to me, nigga. Who the fuck is you, Jimmy Kim? You don't look like the greatest smelling nigga. We comedians. Fuck that, nigga. I get that all that shit. Fuck and that. Yo, my body shit, nigga. This Hollywood. This is this is what it is. Yeah. This is you a movie star. You know how you know how the fuck it is. You was a, he a producer and a writer on this movie. Yeah. Everybody who was a person on this movie got vetted for how they look. Yeah. Do they fit this role? Do they this? Do this? I understand it on a personal level. Because you feel body shamed and the whole nine yards. Nigga, this is Hollywood. And I just ain't giving you niggas that. Fuck that. I ain't promoting shit. Now what? I'll make these niggas go promote the movie. I ain't giving y'all niggas shit. But in the movie, I ain't mad at niggas like, yo, in most fucking worlds, this nigga would never get a date with a Lauren London. But I also whole, like how in, in the whole movie, like I, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Or 
Like the whole movie is about them. These two people. Like first off, the, the the movie is about two people who would normally not be together. Yeah, is the premise of the movie. Yeah. So when niggas say yo, they'd never be together, now niggas offended. That's yeah. the premise of the movie. Yeah. These two people would normally would, not that, be together. That's so me pointing like, out the obvious is like oh. Now there's something wrong with you because you pointing out the obvious. No, that's the the movie was based around the whole fucking thing. Yeah, and yeah. for him to be like, I'm not gonna do no press because they gonna ask me about it. That's what the fuck you wrote the movie about. Fuck that. I ain't giving y'all niggas shit, bro. Because the press didn't talk shit about me my whole career. So y'all kiss my ass and my movie number one. But I love how in the movie What's that's the- exactly how they met yeah. by chance, nigga. Because in our two worlds. Me and her ain't even crossing paths. Fuck me being able to get a date with her. Yeah. I'm never going to be where she at. I ain't at Roscoe. And Jonah Hill in real life and in the movie is very into black culture. Like, he just is that way, bro. So, but even in this movie, his character wouldn't have crossed fucking Lauren London's path at no point until she goes the wrong way on her way to a, to work. Well, they might be at the shoe store together. To- that could have happened. Um, but he bought her them Sean Wilder swoons, nigga. I don't know, man. It, it just it's just interesting. Um that like like anybody who said like ah, it just don't seem believable to me. And they was like, No, you can't say that. And like I don't know, man. Like who everybody make Kevin Hart jokes I mean short jokes about Kevin Hart because he's short. Like niggas man. grab the, the, the lowest hanging fruit but, and when the characters that you've played in movies are typically these weird white boy, super bad type characters who make the most outlandish comments and everything like that. So when somebody sits you down on a talk show and make an outlandish comment on you, like it's not that it's coming out of love field. Like that's what we know you to be. But that's the movies, bro. It's my real life. Fuck you, nigga. And this is a promotion for your movie. You that's know why he ain't doing promo for it, nigga. I get well. You're not in the right business, then. Uh, like that. to be upset at a at a fucking Jimmy Kimmel or somebody who was promoting a movie or having a, a whimsical. It's Hollywood. Uh, ain't none of this shit real. Nah, nah. Fuck that, nigga. I ain't got to talk to you, niggas. And I'm rich. Um, but what? in the movie, here's my problem with niggas. Cause even the niggas who said, "Yo," point out the obvious, yo, his character would never be with her, or her character would never be with him in real life. That's the whole purpose of the movie. That's the premise of the movie. But niggas is using that as their reason to why they didn't like the movie. Because I see a lot of you niggas talking. Here's the thing. Y'all ain't got to like every fucking movie that comes out. That's fine. I thought the movie was great. Um, But niggas got one of two reasons why they don't like it. Oh, it's unbelievable that Jonah Hill would get with Lauren London. Clearly the point of the movie. Talk about the unbelievability of these two getting together. And yet they still do. The other reason is niggas hate Kenya Bears. They hate Kenya Bears. That shit is weird. They hate a multi Emmy. I'm gonna tell you what this, this winning tweet. director. This this tweet, uh, name tag uh, sent me earlier today. Yeah. Um, this says y'all gotta be fucking careful with this shit too. Mm. We do not need any more black movies or TV shows from these four writers and directors. Please never again. Mm. We got Tyler Perry. Yep. We got Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. Yep. We got Kenya Bears. And, and we lean got away. lean away. Yep. Um, you got to be really fucking careful. Yep. When you voting for everybody black. Yeah. You rooting for everybody black, and it, it really says somebody. This tweet says, "I hate stuff. I hate when y'all say stuff like this." Meanwhile, we replay stuff from white folks over and over again. Most mm-hmm. of y'all 
these employ multiple successful these employ mostly black cast as well. You don't have to like them, just be an adult, blah blah blah. Yeah. Also, it's like you know there are more than four black directors who put out movies each year. Yep. So if this is what the only like you gotta stop looking at I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, this lowbrow shit and thinking this is the art. Yeah. This yeah. is a fucking romantic it's a rom com. It's only gonna yeah. be so deep. Yeah. Period. And for this movie and Kenya Barris's connection to this movie being a writer, creator, and director of the movie, um, and y'all niggas saying, yo, Kenya Barris is fucking obsessed with interracial relationship. How? Nigga, Blackish wasn't about it. Fam, it's Tracy Ellis Ross. We know she's mixed. But that wasn't like the main point of fucking Blackish, nigga. It was Tracy Ellis Ross and Anthony Anderson. So, all right, fine. Paul Mooney only talk about only talk about race in his comedy. Come on. So so what do you do you dis do you let's get rid of Paul Mooney fam oh oh because he's like what Maybe like that's what is the issue bro and for Kenya Barris he's also a mixed nigga bro I'm literally giving y'all niggas different experiences I had in my mixed ass life bro in any conversation interview or podcast that you've ever watched or seen from Kenya Burris has that shit not been phenomenal come on man and nothing but game nothing about. Come but on. like I've never heard him say no wild weird no. shit. Now I think what the issue is. This is just me personally. Okay. He don't sound like he look. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. Like he has a a more structured what will he look like a nigga? He look like a nigga. Yeah. And but he sounds different. Sound white. Yeah. I know. I know what niggas think. But the nigga from Compton. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like, have you like? And I think that's a disconnect for some people. Like he not black enough. Yeah. And what? And and when you which bring, one of y'all determine that though? That's where my issue comes, bro. But he pull out the <laughs> these low key blackish as a television show, which is one of the greatest TV shows. You can argue about that shit. Period. Man, come on, dog. People grow up on blackish like we grew up on certain other TV. Come shows. on, bro. And he produced that, like created it. Black as fuck. Or Black AF on Netflix. But you remember they hated on that. I didn't like it when it first came on. Yeah. Like the first couple episodes, it was dry humor. Yeah. Even though I like dry humor, and then when I caught on and shit yo, was this good. Shit is pretty good. It was good. I actually uh, like it. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this movie was funny. Bro. And I but that's so for me, right? I feel like there's there's a, a person out there. You ain't obligated to like you people, but I feel like most people came into this movie with preconceived notions about how they felt like about Kenya Barris or how they felt about a Jonah Hill looking nigga having the ability to pull a Lauren London looking girl. I thought, and I think this would have worked better, I yeah. thought when they went to the barbershop they was going to shave him. Mm. And he'd get cut up. And, yeah. and be like, oh you look, you like have him I looking cleaner or some shit. I yeah. don't see Lauren London character type with somebody who looks unkept or yeah. unclean. I don't give yeah. a fuck what clothes or shoes you got on. Yeah. It didn't th there was two things that 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 stood out at the be very beginning of this movie, okay. but I still enjoyed the fucking movie yeah. like a lot. Was one, I thought that Lauren Hill and Jonah Hill connection, when I saw his beard, yeah. Like this shit looked dirty. Uh, <laughs> and it just, it just does. I don't know. They call it a, a dirty blind. Yeah, they, they, literally. They, they call it dirty blind a dirty blind for a reason. All right, cool. And two Charlie Murphy is the best Murphy that can play the role mm. of her father. Mm. Like I felt that if Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy, no, oh, no, I get you. I get Charlie you. Charlie Murphy is the best Murphy. Yeah. Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. 
for that father role. Yeah. You feel me? Like if Eddie Murphy even did a Charlie Murphy impression, yeah. I think you'd have killed this shit. So the the trailers that we saw yeah. had Eddie Murphy in them trailers because he's the main star. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy damn near talked to the whole movie. Like yeah. it, I, I, I did not believe Eddie Murphy's name was Akbar and was a black Muslim and blah, blah, blah. It was not really believable to me, but I got over that shit quickly. Yeah. Think about if so, Charlie Murphy was this character, because this character is written for Charlie Murphy. I, I would have taken Mike Epps as her dad, nigga. Like Mike Epps with one-liners and little improvs. And here's the thing. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my my problems with the movie yeah. out the way early, because for as much as I enjoyed the movie, I don't think it was without flaws. Fair. But I wasn't looking at this thinking it's gonna be the most perfect movie I've ever watched. It was moments I'm in this motherfucker cracking up, bro. It was a funny, good-ass movie. I enjoyed Jonah Hill and Lauren London together on screen. Here's what I didn't enjoy. Um, I wish they gave her parents, played by Neil Long and Eddie Murphy, more of the comedic opportunity that they gave David Duchovny and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. Because Julia Louis-Dreyfus and David Duchovny had plenty of opportunities to make their roles lighthearted and funny. I felt like they over-serioused Nia Long and Eddie Murphy. Like, it was too dry. Nia Long damn near looked uninterested at times. She looked evil. Like, when they were in uh, Roscoe's, her face literally, I was like, damn, dog, is this something? Is it me or do Nia Long not even look? She will always look like Nia Long. But I was sitting there looking at her face like, bro, she looked evil. She looked like the devil Nia Long. I didn't like devil Nia Long, nigga. And it just felt like Lauren London's parents in the film we're not given the opportunity to be funny. To be liked. To be like They weren't likable, dog. And I, for me, when I see Eddie Murphy back in a movie, especially with a co-starring role, but you I want to see him get his movie, funny off. This movie is also about Jonah Hill's character. Yeah, yeah. I'm the star. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean Eddie Murphy can't be funny. Yeah, what I'm saying is I'm the star, so you see me, you see me with my family. Yeah. I mentioned this. Y'all like B characters. Yeah. But they not. But they not, though. Because you're promoting this movie as me and Eddie Murphy. Me and Nia Long. Nia Long didn't even have a lot of speaking parts in this shit, which is fine. But it was just like, I wanted the two black parents to not be so serious the whole Like, even when Eddie Murphy was doing the shit where he took Jonah Hill to the barbershop and the basketball, he wasn't even laughing at himself. Like, I'm wildin', nigga. Like, yo, I really got this nigga in a crib barbershop in a red hoodie. I'm a wild nigga. Like, everything was just stone-faced, yeah. and it was like, I want Eddie Murphy. It felt like he wasn't loosened up, dog. Eddie Murphy ain't been loose. Pause. Been alone. Motherfucker. He ain't been loose since he got pulled over, man. So, uh, <laughs> yo. <laughs> so, I didn't love that. Um, another thing that I, I didn't love... Um, I wish we had a little more, not a lot. I get that the point of the movie is for them to meet each other's parents and start realizing, yo, our backgrounds don't really allow for us to have a lot in common that even when me and you focus on what we have in common and sort of this soul connection we have, our families don't have that connection. And that's when we really, I get that that's what the movie was about, but I wish we had a little more time with them dating to establish more of their chemistry because it did feel like when they went six months later 
Y'all and was it, just talking at a, in, at the table. Yeah, and it was like y'all did the montage, kind of took us through a few dates. Then you took us to their first night together where she stayed at his crib, and they fucked. And then they had a cute little scene in the bathroom. She like, yo, I'll just be having sex with everybody, so whether you like it or not, we go together. Lauren London, let me tell you. You said that to any nigga on earth, they're not going to be like, I want to go with you. Not happening, nigga. Especially Jonah Hill's character, nigga. He go with you for show. Where you trying to go eat, nigga? We getting some dinner. I wanted a little more of that before we jumped to the six months later. Reason being, because when we got to six months later and met, she met his parents, he told his mom, yeah, I plan to ask her to marry me. And then we dove into... I, like, wait a minute. And I don't like, even want to try to be married yet. I haven't, I haven't been... Yeah, I, boy, I just want to see y'all date. I want to see y'all fall in love. That's what was missing for me. I love rom-coms. In a rom-com, you got, we got to see the moment that y'all fell in love. I love rom-com. That's some of my favorite genre of movie because they feel good, nigga. And they don't just feel good because most of them, the people end up together who you want to end up together. But they feel good because you get to see the love build, dog. And you only get two-thirds of the movie the love is building. One-third of the movie... Or I'll say two quarters, rather. So half the movie, the love is building. A quarter of the movie, the love falls apart. The other quarter, the love rebuilds itself. This one was like mm, a quarter. We're going to just gonna say y'all love, and then half this movie was y'all shit falling apart. Yeah, and it was like, I think it was two. 75% falling apart. It, no, it really was. Yo, we saw, we saw the love start. And then before we saw it build, we saw 75% of why they shouldn't be together. And it it didn't feel as romantic as I wanted this movie to feel. Still funny. Still good. Loved most of these characters. But it was like, damn, dog. Do you? I want to see them fall in love, nigga. That's a big fact. There was one thing at the beginning of the movie I thought was interesting. What's up? And when I saw it, I tweeted, W. W N D. Okay. What would Nipsey do? Okay. As soon as they got on their first date, mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was the first date or after the first time they fucked. But I think it was the first date. They got in the car, drove past the Nipsey sign, and then Nipsey music started playing. Yep. I was like, is that the it was interesting. Like, oh, so you, you bought the date, I'm I'm watching over. Like I last time that I checked, yeah, came on. At a wild time in the movie. Um, but then it's like, I we got Jonah Hill from L.A., Lauren London from L.A., Kenya Bears from L.A. Uh, I'm not mad at it, but it felt like an interesting time to drop that like, in there. Oh, oh, y'all going on a date? Well, last time that I checked. Yeah, <laughs> you was my girl, nigga. <laughs> but then, um, oh, let me address something real quick, real quick, real quick. I'm not standing on this long. I just got to address it. It's big. It's not. And here's here's why, because <laughs> it wasn't fucking the clip they're using to justify this shit ain't the fucking clip, nigga. So the the uh, Schultz. Andrew Schultz said on him and Charlemagne's podcast, yo, the kiss at the end, that final scene where they kiss at the wedding and shit when they get married, <laughs> shit was AI. It wasn't even real. And then it's a clip <laughs> where they. They not touching, but they right there. And that's the clip that everybody is using to justify. This was a family kiss. All you got to do is press play for a millisecond more, and they kiss. What I'm saying is, the kiss was actually computer generated. Nah, I don't buy it. He was like, no. When I was there on set, 
they never kiss. Here's they the thing. Had, they, I'm never believing because that whole segment, I listened to this uh, week's podcast, uh, him and Charlemagne. That whole segment he talked about the movie was a joke. He was definitely telling the truth. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. He was telling the truth. And even if that was the case, they kissed in earlier in the movie. So it's like if this one scene they didn't kiss and then one scene earlier they did, fuck do that mean to me? Neither of these things mean anything to me, dog. Like, I mean, what was the peck on the cheek? No, no, no. They kissed on the mouth earlier in the movie. That bathroom scene. Um, or, oh, but it was like. Yeah, and that's what. That's and, all the wedding kiss was. They ain't like go well, crazy. Well, low key, as soon as they, they got real close and then the little thing, then they switched to an angle of her brother saying, oh, that's a lot yeah, of Yeah, too much tongue. Yeah. Well, I would, you know they wasn't kissing. If, not if, tongue kissing. If Shelsea never said nothing, I would have never noticed because I wasn't looking for them to be tonguing down or whatever. Yeah. But it is interesting. I don't believe it. Um, but more importantly, because they actually kissed earlier in the movie, I don't see what niggas is thinking they're getting from that like bit of news. You know like. In no, real life? no. If we already kissed and then we don't kiss at the end, who cares? I think it's a big difference. Is a kiss in the beginning and one at the end? If 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 for a movie that two people got a kiss on the lips and like mm-hmm. on on some bathroom shit like Man. like that, I think that's different than a mouth to mouth tongue kiss. But like the kiss that they show at the end, you think is a peck. Did you add? Well, I also you you referenced it, yeah. and I heard her talk about it. Is it were a couple things that she was not comfortable doing with the movie, and mm-hmm. she didn't accept it until then. And I think that's one of them. Oh, it could be. Like, so, oh, I'm not about to be tongue kissing down, blah blah blah. Or I may not want to be that romantic. And I'm like, well, listen, this is what we can do. How about we'll we'll intimate, blah. Without Schultz saying anything, yeah, no one never realizes it, and it's the whole thing. Yeah, and I don't know that he was. He, he was like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say it, but boom, boom, boom. But like, that could be one of those things. It could be. But and I don't I, like, and it also bolstered. I think what people did is like, oh, well, shit, this does bolster. Like, shit, she didn't even want. It's fucked up. And but like, that's what I'm saying is, yo, if they really kissed earlier in the movie, and then they don't kiss in the end, nigga. But there's a big kiss when you get married. It's a different kiss when you get married. Yeah, but they ain't show. They still just show the peck. Like even a computer generated kiss, if that's computer generated, was a peck. It's the same type of kiss we already seen them do. So I'm not looking at, and then they cut to the brother saying, yeah, that's a lot of tongue or whatever you say. And it was like, well, clearly they weren't, I just watched them peck. They weren't tongue kissing, bro. Well, they they got really, really close. And then as they got close, the, because so people at YouTube have spent a lot of time on this for yeah. whatever reason. And it is, it's pretty, you can go to, you can go to Netflix or whatever and see. It don't necessarily look natural. I can, I can, they got really, really close. And then they did the rest with computers and then they cut you know what I'm saying? So it's a split second, and then they cut to into like in your brain, like oh, it's just they just kissing, nah. and they were like oh, that's a that's a that's a lot of tongue. Oh, that's what white that's what white people nah. do or some shit like that. I ain't buying it. Here's but, the thing: niggas also just reach for fucking shit to say on the goddamn internet. So I ain't buying it. And whether they actually kissed they or make not, it up, though. yeah, I know. It's not that they reach. Schultz reaches for shit to say, nigga. I was on set. Nigga, I saw it. Did he you? was he was there? Why, did you? Why would he lie about this? Though? Schultz lies. No. <laughs> Schultz and Charlemagne lie. They sit no. up and say a lot of shit. No, no. Um, but again, because they already kissed earlier in the movie, I'm not moved one way or another by whether that final kiss was real, because both kisses that we see was pecks on the lips. Like these weren't intimate ass kisses. Neither one. And the one at the wedding should have been. 
But they didn't show an intimate. They literally peck on the lips and then cut to bro. And it was like, all right, well, shit. Well, I think what they showed at the at the wedding was them go in for a kiss, and when they slut, they they cut. It's not that they didn't peck on the lips. No, no, they show a kiss, bro. And I'm telling you, that's computer generated. What I'm Man. saying is they didn't actually kiss in real life. Man. And the computer did the rest of that joint, and then they cut real soon because if you continue looking at two people kissing because you know what it looked like in real life, you'd be like, uh, this shit kind of deformed. I don't buy it. And I ain't see it. I also watched that scene a few times just to see if I could see it. I ain't see it. But I seen what niggas put on Twitter and YouTube, and I'm like, well, that looks way more obvious than what I'm looking at on Netflix. And I'm like, mm, is you niggas fucking with this shit or not? I don't know. Don't really care because I still don't believe. Here's the thing. You're never going to have to convince me because I don't think she did more than a peck with Michael B. Jordan in a day little movie. Like, you ain't got to convince me that Lauren London right now in whatever space she is in don't really want to get on scene and get mad romance with one of these niggas. I don't need to be convinced that that ain't her style right now. But I'm like, so it's not really capped if this is true. It could be just that. It, it don't gotta be. Yeah, yeah. It don't gotta be because he's white and he's unattractive. But that's what niggas on the internet did. Soon as Andrew Schultz, the clip of him saying that came out, niggas was like, "Yo, I told y'all they chemistry was trash," and they did it. And it was like, bro, y'all done made a whole take, movie. But to say. That didn't happen because of the take is that's two different things. Right? But no, no, no. I'm saying I don't think it happened because when I looked at this shit live on Netflix and when I looked at what niggas was saying happened on Twitter and YouTube, these look like completely different clips. Man. Like it literally some of the shit I've seen on Twitter, stills, videos, all that look like niggas took what I was watching on Netflix and deformed it up a little bit to make it look like some shit happened. Because it was like, wait, I'm literally looking at that on this 80 inch ass TV. And it don't look like what the fuck I'm watching on my phone, nigga. Slight flex. Slight flex. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Ultra cave. Uh, ultra 40. Y'all know the vibes, nigga. Y'all know me and Jane playing with these texts. But um, all that to say, bro, I feel like for niggas who didn't love this film, what I've seen y'all argue about why you ain't like it, or not even love it, why you ain't like it, y'all arguing shit that I'm like, you was never going to like it. You ain't believe Jonah Hill could get her. You don't like Kenya Barris. You think Kenya Barris is the worst fucking black director. And to that point, you was making about him, Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, and Lena Waithe directing shit or being involved in shows. And, yo, we need to get these four. Yo, man, you gave him the warning. You said you got to be careful when you say shit like that. Because now I don't got Queen and Slim. Here's the thing. Not only do we not get Queen and Slim. Because I'll take Queen and Slim in a bunch of trash. I'm not saying her movie. Yeah, yeah. If the rest of the movies that she ever make is trash, I'm keeping her because of Queen of Slim. N nigga, that's a fact. Um, but we also got to be careful because, yo, Kenya Barris got a $100 million deal from Netflix. Tyler Perry has a billion-dollar fucking studio, $2 billion studio over in wherever. Lee Daniels get— Guess who you can't tell to not make nothing else? Come on, man. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Nigga. I own the studio. I do the whole shit, bro. Don't nobody If you don't want to see it Guess you what You don't have to watch it I don't watch Tyler Perry shit Yeah I don't dislike him Yeah And he he do his shit yeah. For his audience Yo If that's not your cup of tea Don't Yo. drink that much You niggas who be on that For us, by us Keep it black Keep it in house We need to keep our own shit Entrepreneur, entrepreneur Yo, Tyler Perry is the motherfucking Like pinnacle of that shit, bro 
when you watch a Tyler Perry movie, TV, that shit literally says written, directed, created, starring <laughs> Tyler motherfucking Perry. And it might be to the detriment of his projects, but it ain't to the detriment of his money and his views because Nick is still watching it, bro. But where you got to be careful with that type of talk, everybody don't got a studio like Tyler Perry. Everybody ain't getting a $100 million deal like uh, Kenya Barris with Netflix. Everybody don't have Fox in their pocket like Lee Daniels. Because all this chatter on the internet is going to stop the next young black person Bing. from getting a deal. Bing. Uh, you know, he makes, oh, this content is similar to something that Kenya Barris made. Yeah. And we saw that the black community doesn't really They didn't like love it. this. So now we going to pull back these funds. And that's where I get fucking like, yo, you don't have to, I promise you, I'm not saying you got to like everything that every one of these niggas put out you don't i don't love everything lena wave did to the shy but guess what we still watch the shy we still review it and we still got hope that she could pull something better out of it because i seen the genius but then i saw it go left and then i seen it kind of come back a little last season i'm hoping we get some more of that in it because yo dog if the that shit coming back uh shit i think march it had like a march date i feel like i read march about to be lit february march man um first quarter but i just want to see us you ain't necessarily gotta be vocal about supporting the fucking niggas who who doing it in the black world of film and tv if you don't like their content but don't be so fucking loud about critiquing them dog because when y'all get to critiquing these niggas crazy the niggas under them don't get the opportunity and when them niggas don't get the opportunity we get tubi and i know what the fuck y'all think nigga oh tubi is the greatest shit alive y'all love it y'all love it but them niggas from tubi guess what they want to be they want to have their own studios they want to have $100 million Netflix deals. Them niggas over there really want to get to it. Them directors, them writers, they never going to get there if the niggas who already got it don't got y'all support. Or at least if they don't got y'all not talking about them on the internet. So keep that shit low. Now, let's talk about the movie, man. I thought the shit was great. I thought it was really good. Man. I really enjoyed this movie, dog. Um, it was fucking funny. Man. Like, the funniest parts <laughs> are the most awkward parts because it's like... Man. Like I could see um Jonah's fan what's his name in this movie? Mo? Uh uh Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. I could see Ezra's family um not actively trying to be racist or insensitive. Yeah. And like trying everything they can do to not be that and coming off of that at the same time. Bro. It's fucking hilarious. Ezra Daddy singing fucking ordinary people. <laughs> <laughs> was wild, dog. Like the ludicrous shit. Nigga, like, uh, 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 exhibit. Exhibit. I'm sorry. Bro, how are we? What are we talking about, nigga? Yo, that nigga was What's after up? engagement dinner or a little rehearsal dinner. Like, yo, and uh, when he was 15, he left his mother's house and had to move back with his dad. Like, what are you talking about, about, bro? Like, and his mother graduated from Northwestern in Detroit. <laughs> like, dog, that nigga said, um, which he did. Which nigga said, I like your braids. Exhibit had braids. <laughs> like, nigga, dog, I, I just really enjoyed that very fucking, like. What's so funny is, like, initially what was so funny is I wasn't expecting him to be this way. Yeah. I was expecting the mom to be really eccentric and the yeah. dad to be the base. Like, hey, that's just your mom. Yeah. But when he came with the funny, crazy shit, it's too. It's like it. It's fun. like people who write comedy know what they're doing. Yeah, I thought that not only did he get his shit off, but I really enjoyed Julia Louis Dreyfus in this shit, man. Like, I I thought that she was such the perfect like Jewish mom 
trying to be cool, trying to be down. Even before Lauren London came on the scene, she was trying to like understand her son, bro. I get it. You ain't finna be a fucking Hebrew Jew ass nigga, but I still want you to appreciate your heritage and where you come from, but also want to learn you, nigga. But I'm also going to do that awkwardly as fuck, nigga. I'm not you. I'm not cool. I'm not down. Did it feel like Eddie Murphy was whispering the whole movie? He was talking very low. Like it was extremely low. Is like he a clone? <laughs> yo, is this Maddie? Yo, I want Eddie to like relax like, in this moment right now. I'll tell you that Eddie Murphy that I'm thinking of. Not that this is like Eddie Murphy's funny. I ain't saying that, but I'm thinking right now of Eddie Murphy in the first Nutty Professor. Not the uh, clump version, yeah. the buddy love version, bro. Eddie is the liveliest nigga in the world in real life. Have you ever seen Eddie Murphy do an impression of Charlie Murphy, bro? Yes. I wish he'd have did this whole movie in an impression of Charlie. Charlie Murphy, Murphy voice <laughs> as a bro. perfect old to him. Like he just wasn't. This nigga name was Akbar. Yeah, I thought that was a little wild. Yeah, I, I thought that was a stretch. I'm glad we got the scene with him and uh, Mike Epps later where he was like, he called him Willie yeah. or Woody. And he was like, my name ain't Woody, it's Akbar. And he was like, nigga, your name, Woody. your name is Woody, bro. Like, I'm your brother, nigga. Don't play with me. But like, even like, okay, the tone that Mike Epps had, that's what I wanted from Eddie Murphy. Just like, be the funny you, nigga. You were so, I get they told you play the militant Muslim dad, but like, well, I could be militant with these jokes. Bro, my favorite scene of Eddie Murphy in this whole movie was when he first comes around the corner with that Fred Hampton was murdered. T I thought that was hilarious because I was like, yo, they laying the ground. This finna be funny as hell. And then he kind of went on the rant like, it's just me or it's everybody's hair and hair curly. Like, what the fuck is up with all these niggas? Down there? But he, he didn't say it right. The delivery went, but I was like, we warming up to something now, dog. And it was like, we never quite... <sighs> Again, him and Nia Long, for me, I felt like they weren't, I don't know if it, it was the direction or if it was literally just how they thought these characters should come off. I wanted them to give me more of the comedy. They gave me so much serious, dry tone. Yeah. And I love dry comedy. But I was like... Like the whole burning of the hat that Ferris Khan. I didn't did love that. Like that. I didn't love that. It was goofy. It was goofy. And it was like, yo, it continues to fucking uh, back up my theory that in TV and film, no dinner scene is ever good. Nigga. Like when they sit at the dinner table, something bad is happening. Yo, it was hilarious to me when um, when they said he was a good friend of the minister. Yeah. Man. <laughs> and she was. And then this nigga Jonah Hill. I love the minister. Like, <laughs> no, tell me what you love. So and then the mom like, you love the minister. He was like, oh, so you familiar? I'm familiar with what he said about Jewish people. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dog, that scene was was really funny. So when they did the burning of the kufi, I was like, I eh. slapstick. I slapsticked it out. But. If this was an all-white show and somebody burnt the hat, the slapstick would have been, If yeah. it was the fucking yarmulke or some shit like that, we'd have been laughing like a motherfucker because it's, it's only not funny when you partially yeah. butter the joke. So are we too harsh on, like, not even black comedy, just black? Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. Like, we go so much harder on our people and the shit that they produce and the shit they put out, the shit they star in. It's also because we don't watch a lot of other shit. Yeah. Like, we do. Yeah. But, yeah. like, in general, I don't, they don't fucking, like, how many P 
people from your neighborhood that you grew up in is watching a whole bunch of white rom coms. Yeah, yeah. Eh, it's probably it not they, it's not, not they cup of tea. Here's how I know we don't watch a lot of shit because niggas will tell me that Abbott Elementary is better than Office. Relax. And that's never a slight to Abbott Elementary. Don't do drugs. But nigga, The Office is potentially the single greatest comedy sitcom, a comedic sitcom of all time, nigga. Like potentially, it, it it's an argument to be made, nigga. Them later seasons it's was it's for sure goaded. Goaded. When Michael left, I get that it was different, but it had already done fucking seven seasons of and everything. Then when it Michael to came do. back for the wedding, come on, you was right back on crying. that gig, nigga. Come on, nigga. Tears. I know I was sitting there crying. Come on, man. Like dog. But that's how I know we ain't watching everything that's out there because niggas see Abbott Elementary and think this ain't never been done before. No, the sauce is already out there, nigga. It's um, really. Off is light. It is. It is. They could go harder. They still keep it kind of ABC-ish. Yo, the office could not make it in 2022. No. No. All that shit between Mike and Toby. And Come on, man. Mm-mm. No, it's bullying. And um, Stanley. Mike and no, Stanley. No, no. Canceled. Bro, when that nigga Stanley was fucking. Dog. Did you see this dumbass shit? Hmm. The Miami De- De- Police Department. Unveiled for Black History, the, oh the truck, the truck with the African flag and the African colors. I've seen that. That's gonna have a white man driving around arresting black men. <laughs> I've seen that bullshit. Like who the man. fuck was at the table and thought this is a good idea, bro? That's what happened when you keep canceling niggas. <sighs> we letting them. Hey man, when you cancel niggas, the white people are let back in, bro. In Miami, man. Niggas canceled Kwame, and now we out here with Mike uh, Duggan. Duggan. Um, yo, man, let's talk about. Uh, so they met. They, you know, Jonah Hill's at his his job. He goes down there looking for his Uber. Hops in Lauren London's car, thinking that's his Uber. This was fucking hilarious. So this was funny because that girl got famous on Instagram because she looks like Lauren London. Word. That's like a real thing. Like, I don't know that that's her real name, whatever they said in the movie. But that girl, she's like a nurse on the East Coast or in L.A. or somewhere. What's a Beyonce lookalike that's from here? Word. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny, dog. But, she, yeah. She was one of the first. She came in on Cheyenne podcast. I think oh, was, shit. I think that was her first episode. Wow. She was doing the Motor City The Motor City Oprah shit, yeah. And then they got the Beyonce. I mean, she she, she do. <laughs> hey, do your thing, dog. If you look like you, you can't help it, dog. An old girl is literally, I think she a nurse in like L.A. or Texas or New York somewhere. And she got famous on the gram because niggas was saying like, yo, you look exactly like Lauren London, nigga. Like, it's kind of. Dimples and all, nigga. You look like her. Oh, I've seen this girl. She kind of look like Solange on this pic I just clicked. Yeah, I have seen this girl, dog. Like when you go back, she was leaning into it. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. Some point. Like, yeah. She was really leaning into because, it. Because, yo, nigga, why not? Like if you were fucking born with Beyonce like features, nigga, and you look like that. Like my nigga, you can't. Like, come like, on, bro. Fam. Come on, bro. <laughs> like, like if, nigga. If, like she can, she can, she can walk into the Met Gala right I mean, now. She like, can walk into the Rock Nation brunch right, right now with that. And if she got a good enough fit on, Hove might be like, I mean, yeah, there go. Beyonce yesterday was looked like a air freshener, and she, I didn't love that fit, dog. I didn't love the fit. I'm gonna just say like that Glade plug in. It ain't my style, you know. But you know that is what it is, man. Um. So when he met her, they had a the little exchange. He like, yo, this wasn't no racial shit. I really thought you was my driver. But you look lost. 
I can show you how to get where you going. And he shows her. And then from there, the nigga asked her, yo, you want to get some lunch or something, dog? They went out. They got lunch. They have this good time in the restaurant. You see the walls coming down a bit. She's softening up for him. And you see the feet. They, she got the Gucci slides. No, no, no. No, no, no. He got the, the uh, dunks on. No, that's not what I'm and talking they, about. I see what you, I'm okay. saying, her slides is back here. His dunks is, he on his tippy toe. The nervous shit, he bouncing that foot. And then as the date goes on. Now they cross. Them feet yeah. crossed over under the table. They building the chemistry, dog. Um, real quick, want to point this out because I am not typically a fan, but I thought she was great in this movie. Sam J, as his pod co-host, I thought she was the right. She seemed like she got the memo for what this movie should feel like, dog. Like, I think she was on her shit from when she was dropping in bars about black people and white people never being able to really get along to when she was just being funny. Like, that scene where uh, he showed her the ring and she was like, No, nah, dog. No, nah, dog. She was like, You're going to need a backstory for this or something. <laughs> That's a Holocaust. That nigga was like, Oh, I just say this. My grandmother lost us in the Holocaust. She was like, The Holocaust. Like, they were great. I thought their chemistry was really dope, man. And um, why do you think he quit his job, though? Didn't need to quit your job to keep. So, like, isn't he not running the studio? You're podcasting. And then it was like, when they fast forwarded after him and Lauren London broke up, him and uh, Sam J went into that complex studio yeah. to do their pod. And I was like, maybe y'all could have showed us that this was in the works or something because it didn't feel like he needed to quit his pod or quit, quit his job, job just to, to keep potting. You was already doing it. You was there. Me and Jaden already told y'all, we'll quit our jobs when we get the bag. Facts. I'm not quitting before I... We pot a lot. You got to <laughs> triple my salary. Like, come on, bro. You tripping me, I'm out. I'm Audi 5000, nigga, but we pot enough that it's like, yeah, it's a lot potting and working full time as much as we pot. But like... Most niggas give you an hour once a week. Most niggas give you an hour once a week and they do seasons. I have no idea why y'all be doing seasons. Um, come on, bro. A lot of people come here and do seasons. Yeah. Um, why? I don't get it. Because tomorrow, like, I don't understand why y'all do. I don't know. Fam, if no we idea. do episode one of a pod today, and we do episode two of that pod in April, that is not season two. Bro, it's the second episode, bro. If we do episode three now, next want, January, it's the third episode, bro. Especially when you're talking about trending topics. Come on, man. Or, like, relationships. Come on, man. Now, if... You OG pie like cereal, yeah, and each season is about a different thing, yeah, and it's one long like I can understand the season, yeah, one hundred percent. It take me a lot while to do my research and yeah. do this and do that, or I just came up with an amazing idea uh, for a podcast uh, this afternoon, and it's gonna take me a while to put it together and yeah. shoot and or whatnot, and then once I get another topic after that, then we I can see a season, yeah, yeah. you feel me, but like. Most of this shit ain't season worthy. Shit, nigga, if me and you were um only fucking let's say we was only doing snowfall. If we if we kept this podcast for the intended purpose was only gonna be power. Yeah. And then we'll come back when power comes back on. Yeah. We would power do, and secure snowfall. Yeah. If them was the three, we would have seasons, nigga. Cause we only record when these shows are on. When them shows ain't on, we don't record, nigga. But y'all gotta be understanding that that to do it that that way to to build your your episodes or whatever around seasons requires a niche. 
what it does when you do seasons for no no apparent reason, it's the exact same thing me and Ant were just talking about where people just take off in the midseason for no reason. Uh, uh, power. Yeah, BMF. And like, yeah. Or we're going to disappear for two weeks. You just disappear for three months after you got people hooked and yep. now they want to hear your content and now yep. they're tapping in trying to tell people and then where's that? Yeah, it's it's just not the the greatest approach to 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 the point you made. I thought you said that beautifully. A lot of you niggas is only potting about trending topics and relationships. These aren't things you need to take off months at a time and then come back and say season two of my pod about some shit that just happened today. Why you ain't talk about some shit that happened today for the last 45 days you've been gone, nigga? Like, what the fuck? I, I you're losing that. momentum and you losing interest I'm in the pot. I'm you're wrong for doing nothing. No, no, no. Like it's you just. Can do whatever the fuck you want once you pay. But find the sense behind it, bro. I don't it, understand them. Yeah, it, it, again, for certain pods, it really does make sense to do it that way. But y'all niggas ain't doing like extensive research and doing all this where you got to take months out. Y'all coming in here and shooting the shit, saying a bunch of bullshit, playing whatever the fuck is happening on the shade room and spiritual word, and then y'all going home, bro. It don't, you ain't got to take them gaps, dog. But. To that point, I don't get why he quit his job to pod more because they didn't show us kind of the ascension of their pod going from whatever they might have been doing to complex. Like, we ain't see that. I did see at times yeah. that they would talk about a subject on the pod or flash to it, and then that's what happened. That was the, so they kind of broke the movie up like that in yeah. a few scenes where – yeah, they gave some banter between him and Sam J on the pod, and then yeah, the next. I feel like they probably I pieced that together. Yeah. Towards the end. Yeah. But like I feel that could have possibly been a little bit more involved. Yeah. So we yeah. can get a clear direction. Yeah. Oh, I really like this girl or something yeah. in the beginning, or or just even if you're not gonna show y'all falling in love. Show the conversation where you and Sam J. Yeah. Falling yeah. in love over time. Because y'all had that one conversation. Yeah. And that was. Because I think, honestly, that would have been great. And it would have worked. Because him and Sam J, of everybody in the movie, had the best chemistry. Yeah. So if they would have done where he's kind of on the pod. And they're discussing shit. And then we see the shit happen right after. Or yeah. if we didn't see it, but they discuss, It just would have felt like we were still getting what we needed, bro. How'd you feel about which I thought was bars? What's that? But I, and I thought Jonah was gonna call her on it when she like yo black people and white people can't never be friends. Mm. Can never do because yeah. it's always yeah. so. The way she framed that statement, I was like, man, she fooling like that ain't right. But then when she explained the statement, I was like, she didn't tell one lie. She didn't tell one lie in that. But she black and Jonah white. And when he said, because when she said all that shit, his literally the first words out of his mouth was, you're my best friend and my business partner. <laughs> like, so how literal are you being in that shit you said, bro? But I don't I should have did more due diligence and, and bought the, the audio. Can we find that 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 that, that section? Let's see. Because that was some I was like, oh, you tripping. Yeah. But then when she broke it down. It's not a definite, a absolute, but this is a reoccurring problem. Yeah. That, that uh, I ain't even signing to my Netflix. I don't even got Netflix on my phone. Netflix pulled that shit back. Yeah. Oh man, Netflix hit them niggas right over the head, didn't they? Goddamn. Well, no, they they they, they retracted it. 
Oh, the, oh, I ain't see that. Oh, we didn't mean that. That came out by mistake. <clears throat> our bad. Our bad. Somebody else just did that recently and shit. Like, oh no, that was that was never supposed to come out. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, oh, mistake. nigga, uh, Cash App and fucking yeah. uh, Grailed and Gold and all the StockX, they all sent that little. Hey, we I know we said we would tax y'all. Our bad. Yeah, we bullshit. Yeah, yeah, we ain't gonna oh, tax to y'all. Niggas, you about to make people stop paying for Netflix? Because yeah. I can promise you, it ain't worth four people paying twenty dollars. Yeah. It's not. And if I already paid for four streams, why the fuck you care where my streams is being streamed from? Yeah. And the um the wild shit All with right, Oh, you got I'm it up. Finding it. All right, they had the wedding. I mean, well, they had the rehearsal dinner. Man, look at this fucking beard. This <laughs> 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 look dirty, dog. Yeah, dog. Yo, when the sister said he looked like uh, young Hulk Hogan, nigga, <laughs> I, I actually cried, dog. That was really funny to me, bro. Uh, uh, uh. I All think right. this is it. You know you're extremely unlikable. You know that, right? What? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, this the, uh, that's one of the, oh. What did I say that's been profoundly rattling around in your consciousness? You said that black people and white people could never be cool, and mm -hmm. I think you're right. <laughs> oh, that was the and end girl. scene. Of course oh. I was right. I'm always right. <laughs> oh, okay, I gotta yeah, go back yeah, a little Yeah, further. we gotta go back. Yeah, that was toward the end when he had his, his, uh, little realization. Um... But yeah, dog, Sam J got some shit off in that scene. You're my best friend. Yep. And my business partner. Yeah, that's how powerful this shit is, bro. It's, it's kind of like when you cheat on a woman, right? When you cheat on a woman, it's like you try to move forward, but you never can. Why? Because she just keeps asking questions. She needs to know every detail. She won't let it go, you know? It's like... Did you strap her? Did she suck it? Did you guys do anal? This is not where I was expecting this to go. I mean, it's where it needs to go, man, because it's the truth. For black people in this country, white dudes are the cheater. And we're the chick who can't move on. No matter how bad we want to, we can't forget what y'all did and what y'all still doing. Um... You know, when we ask, when you ask, like, do black people be doing, are we too hard? Are we be doing too much? Or some shit like that. I was just like, yes. Yeah. And I referenced, like, it's cool with the jokes if the joke's not on me. Yeah. Or if it's not something I, I feel close to me. Yeah. Like, I feel in both of these situations, more so um, from Lauren's character, um, I can talk shit about your parents. All day long. As soon as you say something remotely close about mine, like, you you racist and you doing this yeah, as, a, as, a, yeah. as a as a mode of, of oppression, and like when you say some shit about my mom, I laugh and joke with you and like agree. Yeah, like you know we we talk shit about our parents. Yeah, but as soon as I say anything about that and the whole idea of you know what I'm saying I can help you and I got this, yeah. No, well, I've been doing this by myself and this and this. Like I'm I just love you. And yeah, if man. I can help, why come on? I don't. I hate the notion. Black people look at independence with a lot of weight on it, dog. 
And, um, you know, I, I know that it's normally uh, associated with women, but fellas, we do it too. Because y'all niggas will rush out of your parents' house trying to fucking make it on your own when your parents might actually be able to help you out. They might say, hey, man, you stay here. You only pay me a couple hundred a month till you get on your feet and you stack up enough to leave comfortably. Correct. But you will go out and pay a thousand a month for an apartment just to try to show you made it and you could do it on your own. Bro, that ain't we get caught up in this shit where we think we don't need nobody for nothing. Lauren London, you went out there, you tried to get a job. They thought you went to Harvard, you went to Howard. Once they realized that, you ain't get the fucking job. Also, I have some friends, uh, one of my our close friends, uh -huh. who went to state, and uh, it was between that and the HBCU. Okay, and they picked state because. Like, well, I'm from a city. I've been around a black experience, and I won't, I don't want y'all to take this the wrong way. I got you. But, like, I want a real degree. Mm. I don't want a black degree. Mm. Not trying to say at all that the, the level of education is subpar or anything like that. But if it's not going to be looked at as on par with everything else, then yeah. what am I paying my money for? And... If I'm paying my money to be personally enriched and to feel good about myself and the culture, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, but when she said it's the black Harvard, no, Harvard is Harvard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want an adjective in front of what it is. Now, what is the what is the best, most prestigious, universally recognized HBCU? Howard. And if that shit don't get no love in, in, in corporate circle, like, yeah, we not when you go into college. Yeah. You paying for a stamp of approval. Facts. And if your stamp of approval ain't going to be approved in the spaces that you want to work in. Mm -hmm. I tell you a story. Um, when I lived in Atlanta, worked at a uh, business development firm and we um, we essentially helped advertising agencies step up their sales. Right. So one of my employees. Um, had been working there longer than me, but I, I came in, you know, degree was a little bit whatever, whatever. But she was older than me. She had been at the company and but uh, she ends up working for me later. And um, she went to Morris Brown, Morris Brown, HBCU. It's literally a half mile down from Clark, Spelman and Morehouse. It is legitimately a half mile from Clark, Spelman, Morehouse, three of the most prestigious HBCUs in the world. Right. And one year, Morris Brown lost its accreditation. It was no longer an accredited university. She was in that in that same fucking month that that got announced was looking for a new job. She had gone through some shit that I really couldn't control at work. And she was like, you know what? She came to talk to me. Hey, and I love it here. I love working for you. But the company kind of outgrown him, man. I think I need to get back out here. I was like, yo, you know what? If you need a letter of recommendation from me, you got it. Don't worry about that. Went out there, interview after interview after interview. She would call me, and I got an interview. If you mind, if you don't mind, I need to take a, a early lunch. If you don't mind, I need to take a half day. I ain't never mind, because go better your life. Every motherfucking interview she went on, when she came back to work, she let me know. This shit with Morris Brown losing their accreditation is fucking me up. I'm talking to people who literally are asking me in my interview, yo, so with your school no longer being an accredited university, did you do any grad school? Did you go to? And she like, I don't know what to do because I lost. And guess where you're not worrying about that at? Harvard. 
Guess where you're not worrying about that at? Michigan, Michigan State. Well, it ain't to down HBCUs at all. As an HBCU, whatever, Yeah. don't compare yourself to something white. Yeah. Don't set that as the bar. No. I, I shouldn't be the Harvard of HBCUs. This Howard should be the best school you want to go to if you're a lawyer. Yeah. Whatever your school is known for, don't let this is the black version of something white that's good. Yeah. No, I don't want the black version of something quote unquote white that's good. Yeah. I just want something good. I want you to be known for what you're known for. And here's the thing, yo. Howard stands on its own education. Right. Something Howard Law. Law. Okay. Howard Law is that motherfucker. Howard School of Dentistry is that motherfucker. Bro, if you go to Howard for whatever you go to Howard for. You're good in most circles because niggas respect the fuck out of that Howard education. But to your point, don't compare it to Harvard. Don't say it's the black Harvard. No, nigga, it's Howard. It's Howard. It stands on its own, bro. It don't need that comparison. And more than likely, when you say that, the people you saying it to are now looking down on your shit. Because you just positioned it. Come on. Man. Lower, lower than you made it. Oh, it's not. You can say Howard is a better school than Harvard. I don't give a fuck if they believe it's true or not, but stand on it. When you say it's lower than Harvard, come on, man. You just did two things. You downed your school and you downed the black experience, nigga. Yo, it's the black Harvard. Oh, so it's not as good educationally and it's all black? Eek. Cause Eek. We put the, like, we blackify some shit. It don't never, <laughs> in certain eyes, it don't go up. It don't go up. It Real shit. Down. And that's when you, when you think about it, right? If you go to a black school, um, black schools are also, in a lot of ways, known for their alumni networks, right? Um, black schools, black fraternities, black, all, all that shit. It's known for the network that you can fucking build and these connections that people are able to make if they really utilize this shit and take advantage of it. So if I go out, let's say I had a Howard education, right? And I go out and I'm interviewing and I meet a motherfucker who's familiar with Harvard or with Howard, pardon me. Nine and a half times out of ten, that person I meet who's as familiar with Howard that he knows the education I got is great and I'm a great alumni and he might hook me up, they're going to be black. So when you take a, a opportunity to go in front of a circle that's white, automatically you walk in that room see them white people, more than likely you know. They don't know nobody. They don't know what Howard. the fuck Howard mean, dog. Even if they know what Howard mean, they don't know what it means. It was like 97% of all the black Attorneys in the country graduated from Howard, or mm. or in ninety some some percent of the black such and such nurses graduated from him. I'm like, yo, these are wonderful stats that bars. that should be like, yeah, no, I'm not the fucking yeah, we ain't white the, the black, black Harvard, version of white nigga. nothing. No, nigga, we're prestigious as fuck, bro. We didn't. Oh, uh, this I went to Howard. We produced ninety. But you know what that scene showed though. It shows that fucking insecurity that we naturally can get in a white space when we feel uh, undermined, when we feel less than, right? In that one singular moment when they mistook her for being a Harvard grad, she all the love and respect in the world that she has for her uh, her universe, her alma mater, goes out the window. I don't even. I think that response is what any other motherfucker who went to Howard in that moment would have replied with. Cause you naturally like tense up and go, oh, oh yeah, it's the uh, it's the black Harvard. Come on, man. You know, nigga. In that, in that moment, you know it's not, bro. Motherfuckers who went to Howard and motherfuckers who went to Cass are the most confident people in their school in the history of Earth. They will tell you three hundred times why their school is so great in one combo. But in that moment, we step into these white spaces. 
And we when lose you, ourselves a lot, when you bro. You went to Cass and I went to Cranbrook. Mm. It's different. Man, man. It's different. Man, it's totally different. Two my people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, that's a private school. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's different. Yeah, it's really different, dog. And the education that you get is, is different. different. But guess what a motherfucker who go to Cass ain't going to never let you think that Cranbrook or that Cass is the black Cranbrook. <laughs> never. Never. Because in that space, I'm holding my school to fuck down. But in these white spaces, dog. Well, in the spaces that matter. Yeah, true, true. Because black and white, if you went to Harvard, if I, me, my black ass, somebody went to Howard, somebody went to Harvard, you know I'm thinking Harvard. is Facts. One is more difficult to get into. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Okay, you got a 3.0. Yeah. Okay, that's cool that you got 3.0 <laughs> in your high school and you think you qualified to come here. No, my nigga. We turn more people away than your school admits. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I only want the best. The only way that I can keep my, represent, my rep up as this is the best of the best is yeah. if I turn away and only, only, only take the best of the best. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, I thought that was such a moment. It was relatable. So, and it, it really fucked with her because she went home yeah, and was mad at her was white mad boyfriend. At yep. Cause so this this is more of like I know a lot of the conflict that we saw between them. Um, we talked about it earlier. It was between the families, right, and the parents, um, specifically. But this was the sort of racial conflict I wouldn't have minded seeing more of too. Like out in the real world, fuck the families dog for a minute. We know the family shit is typical, right? I see y'all niggas two, three times a month. That's a year. We'll, we'll figure that out or we'll survive it. You know, whatever, whatever. But the shit that happens in the real world. And when you come home, cause here's what I've always thought about interracial relationships and why I don't think me aunt could have ever been in one. Yeah. Nigga, I can't come home and not be able to relate to you or not be able to tell you what happened to me and you don't get it. I don't want to have to tell it to you in a different way. Yeah. I want to say that shit and you immediately understand. Bro, when I walk in the crib. Or if I said to you, I come home to my white woman and, say it, and you immediately understand. Now I'm looking at you like, fuck you get that. Like, so when I said, no, not this nigga, the other nigga, yeah. you knew what nigga I was talking about? <laughs> no, real shit. Like, bro, when I walk in the crib, like, I was working on um, a project at work over Christmas. Well, like, right before Christmas. And some real frustrating shit happened literally the week before I took my break for the end of the year. And um, I came in the crib and literally was like, Yo, these niggas is getting on my motherfucking nerves, dog. Shorty know what that mean, oh, bro. Baby, what niggas? Bro, <laughs> I don't want a woman who could be like, yeah, oh, tell me more about those people. No, bitch. I said the niggas. Because, like, what if she be like, damn, what niggas you talking about? Like, <laughs> nah, you, I got to kill you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to be a hypocrite. No, I don't. And I also don't want to be a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> so now I done beat you. To I'm keep saying nigga, nigga, nigga bro. all day, every day, and acting like, and you can't say it. Bro, like, it's funny, too. And I don't like, want to be one of the ones that be like, oh, you can say nigga. Yeah. Only no, only when you with me. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that around my mama. My husband let me say nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. Not, <laughs> every night I got to fight to prove my love, nigga. Oh, Dog, that's wild. My, um, some of my friends who have dated white people, like men and or women, like either way. When they bring their girlfriend and their boyfriend around, I'll be like, damn, y'all kind of blew my whole high, nigga, because now I can't say nigga, nigga, nigga. 
Like, that's a whole sentence right there, nigga. Yeah. Bro, and it, it fucks me up. So when, when she comes from that job interview and then that scene where she finds she didn't get it and she's, like, tearing her board up and all that, he like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't get the job. He don't get what you finna tell him right away. Now, I get when he when he tries to love her and just says, yo, I can hook, I can take care of things, one. Like, I can make – I can front you. Like, we good for a minute on some money. But also – so they didn't have a 50, 50 they didn't have that conversation. No, they weren't talking 50 50. Because they was they was definitely clearly they was paying 50 50. Yeah. And she didn't mind. Hey, if Lauren London is cool <laughs> paying 50 50, let me tell you how something. <laughs> let me tell you who you don't look like. <laughs> Lauren fucking London, nigga. If Jonah Hill can't get with Lauren London, then y'all bitches can't get a hundred percent of the rent paid. <laughs> nigga, how about that? Um, no, nah, dog, but when when he when he has this moment where he say, "Yo, I got us for a while, like I could float it, don't trip," and then he also says, "Yo, my man, uh, whatever the Jewish name he said, like he works out in, at the studio, like I can get your stuff in front of him. I'm trying to love you. I don't know how to do that in a way that you're now, responsive if your to." Your black homegirl said the same thing. You would take the hook up. You know she will. You know she will. So now it's not about. Now it's not about somebody handing you, giving you a handout, and yeah. you feeling worthy of it. You don't want to help if it's some from somebody white. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of weird because you feel like you're taking some from somebody. That's you feel mental. like he giving you some. Oh, nigga, it's an insecurity. You feel like he's giving you something more than you taking advantage of an opportunity. Like yo, because I can present the opportunity and you kill it, and then the people in the room. That you killed it for, see you and yeah. offer you more opportunity. Fam. It's just a look. If your black husband said, baby, don't worry about it. I'll take care of us. You ain't even got a trip. You wouldn't have said, oh, I've made it fine on my own. Like, I do shit on my own. That wouldn't have been your response. But, but from you're not, him. You're not, also, you're not on your own right now. Fam, we getting married. We, getting, we, 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 we are engaged. engaged. And when we got engaged, this was another where that, like, jump felt fast. Cause they bought that house too in the middle of that, and it was like, all right, we got engaged, then bought a crib, nigga. I don't. Clearly, she was out here kind of in L.A. In L.A. Now, he was from a well-off Jewish family, but she was still like out here figuring her shit out. She the costume designer. Yeah, but he worked for a living. He worked, and I don't. I don't feel that he got like a family trust that he taps into. I don't know if he because they asked him. He was like, he was like, you got your, what the four hundred one k. He was like, nah, I don't got. Yeah, uh, and I mean, we saw the ring, but I also saw this nigga literally wear a Gucci jacket in like seven straight scenes with some two thousand dollar resale shoes. He on that nigga shit. So, hey, but he bought he the house a, though. He love the culture. Yeah, nah, general wealth, generational wealth, nigga. Um, but there was a scene where uh, where I thought the two of them really kind of. This is where I felt like, all right, I want the movie to kind of get away from this. It was, I didn't love that barbershop scene and just the shit with Eddie Murphy in the basketball court. And just, it felt obvious, dog. And for the respect that I have for Jonah Hill and his comedic mind, his comedic timing, his writing, and just really his brilliance fucking in throughout his whole career. And then the respect that I have for Kenya Bears. I felt like the scene with Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill riding around town, going to the barbershop, going to the basketball court, it was a little too obvious for me, dog. Um, 
Yo, a few of my L.A. homies had me cracking up because <laughs> they reasons for being mad about this shit didn't have nothing to do with Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy, Nia Long, Lauren London, Jonah Hill hooking up with Lauren London. My L.A. niggas was really like, court? no, them oh. niggas was like, yo, them was the softest crips I ever seen in my life, nigga. Like, word to cut. Like, they was going off. Like, niggas had a whole viral thread on Twitter. Like, nigga. Um, my name Loke from whoa, 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 whoa. like they were saying they sets and shit, and it was like. But this movie not for black people only, fam. Like it, it is cheesy, yeah. But like this is in eighty one countries, right? Yeah. And we all know worldwide niggas know Crips and Blood. Got to make this and relatable, you red, and we got to be red and blue. Yeah. Like I don't, you know. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a rom com. And here's the thing, bro. In a rom com, give me Anthony Anderson as a crib, and these two random niggas on the bench. Versus giving me like some real scary ass cri- I didn't need to be like fear for my life in this moment. I was glad dog. he went out there and started hooping though. Oh man, I, I was so glad. Like a so it was shit. funny as he uh, went on the court. I was like, yo, this is really how Adam Sandler be in real life. Like yes. pull up in any outfit and will give niggas buckets all day long. And when he went out there and finally got that layoff up and then just start hooping for real. I was like, yo, man, thank God, dog. I'm rooting for the white man to get the black girl. Literally, though, I did want him to get a one-up, man. But um, let's fast forward, though. So they go to the bachelor and bachelorette parties. This is where the shit got a bit overdramatic for me. Um, I thought the scenes in Vegas could have been so. Eddie comes to the bachelor party, him and the brother. Hey, my G, you can't come. Come on, bro. Like This, this ain't for you. You, like, hey. I'm glad, at one point he put his foot down, but no, mm-hmm. you, hey, you're not invited, my G. When Eddie even announces that he coming to Vegas, guess what? I'm hitting the rest of my friends and saying we're we not going else. to Vegas. We going anywhere else? Yo, matter of fact, when we land in Vegas, we driving to L.A. <laughs> we coming right back home, nigga. I'm not doing this, bro. Sorry, not playing, bro. We taking that four hour drive back to Los Angeles, and that's the vibes. It was nigga. hilarious when they kept mentioning cocaine. No, your yo, cocaine, yo, is, like yo, that nigga said, <laughs> yo. It's your cocaine guy. <laughs> they was like, he was like, I don't have a cocaine guy. And no, was like, you have no, a cocaine. No, you have a cocaine guy. He's right here. Then Eddie Murphy was like, yo, he has cocaine guy on his <laughs> tattooed on his fingers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that is the cocaine guy. Dog threw him a bag of coke just to fucking keep the vibes up. Um, on the Bachelorette side, they go to Palm Springs. They have a weekend. We meet some of Lauren London's, her homegirls. It's fucking, yo, I thought this was a cool callback. One of the twins from ATL was one of her homegirls. That was pretty fucking cool. You know what's so interesting, though? Um, the mom, though she was commoditizing her and all that shit. Yeah. No, I'm really just trying to, I'm lame. Yeah. I'm uncool. Yeah. I'm trying to connect. So when you, I found out that you had a weave or somebody had a weave. I'm trying to find, I've been on the internet and talking about weave. Now that's weird for people yeah. because it's a new culture. Yeah. And I, I, I never took what she was doing initially. <laughs> I didn't take it as like she's intentionally doing that or whatever. Yeah. When it got towards the end of the movie, I'm like, all right, my nigga, relax. Some motherfuckers are, are really um, tone deaf. And and that's what the mom was, dog. She was culturally tone deaf. None of the shit she did or said was with malicious intent. Yeah. But she's so tone deaf that she don't realize you're hurting this girl. Like you're 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 frustrating her to the point that she don't know how to be around you. She don't enjoy being around you. 
what's so quiet is like what's really going on with the mom and the dad is I'm trying to find common ground. Yeah. And, and that's what you do when you when you meeting new people, yeah. meeting friends. We got more things in common than we got differences, right? Yeah. And that's in general with people across the board. So I'm searching for something that we got in common. Oh, yeah. hair, I know, I, I, I hear hair is important for black people. Yeah. Like I... I watched Chris Rock's I movie. To, I don't know if it was this pod or... I think it was this pod. I don't know no Italian people. Yeah. I have no idea how yeah, Italian people... Yeah, that was on people, hair. I don't know how Italian people act in real life. I don't know any Chinese people. Yeah, I don't know their culture or whatever. All I know from about Chinese people or Italian people um, is what I've seen on television. Yeah. So if I'm in the mood, uh, I mean, in the area with some Italians or some Chinese people, I might try to look. I'm gonna try to connect as best I could. Yeah. So I don't sit here twiddling my fucking thumbs, and I'm probably gonna say some dumb shit and, and not even knowing it. Not only that, me trying to connect as best I can, nigga. Unfortunately, I only have what I've seen to go off, dog. Like, and it's so you know what's what's funny that we're we're talking about this now. Um, the his mom trying to connect with her, trying to be relatable, trying to. I don't feel like her parents did that for him. They weren't trying to relate. I'm trying to exclude. They was trying to exclude, and that's that's where I think my problem came is that it was never welcoming, and then he just fucked it up or. They tried to relate, and he said the wrong thing. Cause like people was like uh, that scene where he took them to Roscoe's, right? When he asked them for a hand in marriage. Yeah, why you taking me to Roscoe's? Niggas was like, yo, why you? And I get it, yo, that's a bad look. But then I thought I was like, man, they were him and her were at Roscoe's on one of the little montage of the dates, and I was like, my nigga, come, I was waiting on him to say like, this is where we went on. Our, you take me to an expensive restaurant. Or an upscale restaurant if you about to ask my daughter for hand in marriage. So I was waiting on him to say, like, this was where she and I were at when I realized I wanted them to marry me or something. I was waiting on something like that. And then when it didn't come, I was like, okay, yeah, that looked bad. Like, I, it's really hard to defend. But I, I never even met you niggas. Yeah. I never met you before. Yeah. And you come here and take me to Roscoe? Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it wasn't the After greatest After we look. just talked about how dangerous Roscoe's yeah. is in real life? Yeah. Yeah. After... To P and B rock situation, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, clearly, they not thinking about that yeah, yeah. movie. But like, it just but wasn't everybody a good from look. LA was like, no, nah, don't go to that one. Yeah. Don't go to this one. You can't go here. Dude. And I, I was, I, I was hoping that he gave them like a reason for Roscoe specifically. They shot this movie like two years ago, though. I remember when Schultz, uh, a year and a half to two years ago. Yeah. I remember when Schultz, he was talking about on. Um, I remember when he was talking about the role, talking about he was in a movie with Eddie Murphy, saying mm -hmm. he, he said, "I'm a horrible actor." Yeah. Like, don't hire me to do it ever again. <laughs> I, I guess he fucked up a role in front of Eddie Murphy or some shit. On. Yeah. And he was like, don't hire me. And and he's in more movies coming up, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, like, I remember them. This they, they actually shot this movie, like, a year and a half to two years ago and shit. Well, I know that they had to fucking uh, do it sometime within the last two years, maybe a year and a half or a little bit over that. Because... Um, Kenya Barris walked away from that deal that he had in 2021. So he got the $100 million deal in 2018. Mm -hmm. He walked away from Netflix and from the full deal in 2021. So the movie had to have been done because yeah. it was a part of an already made commitment that he's since walked away from. So, yeah, dog. Because um, I think, let me see. He walked away from the deal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. He did a deal with CBS. So he going over there now. I've been to ABC, did Netflix, walked away from Netflix. Now I'm doing a deal with CBS. Man, so yeah, y'all gotta listen to Kenya Barris on the on the Breakfast Club interviews. Man, 
He be all it be, bars. It be a wealth of game. All bars. And he always like, no, I'm trying to work with everybody. Let's yeah. pull our resources. Let's yeah. do this. Let's do this. Let's have it. I don't know. He um, does all the shit that all the black people say black people should be doing, but yet he ain't respected for it. Yet y'all niggas is killing him. Y'all y'all saw black as fuck and him used uh uh Rashida Jones and y'all was like, oh, this nigga. It was like, yo, but he had Tracy Ellis Ross. This is like one of y'all favorite black people. Y'all love Tracy Ellis Ross. She part of the most famous black show that, ever that for used, women. That nigga used a family that literally looks like his family. And y'all on, said bro. it wasn't black enough. Come on, man. man. They literally look like me. That was my entire family, bro. Top to bottom. But Joe, I literally did this show based off my family and gave y'all a version with all black people. And y'all said it was the, uh, it was black people for white people. I mean, I understood that. But I thought that until I actually got into Blackish season two. I've said this a million times. Season one of Blackish, I was with the people. I was like, nah, this ain't, this ain't the version of Blackish that I want to. Season two was fucking phenomenal. And then they just, from there, they just, it was, it was a was It's like ride, the Blackish show that you can do in a format. On that, a sitcom on, TV. That white people are going to watch. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is what You it don't is. get damn near 10 seasons of a show making this sh- nigga everybody hates chris was never liked that shit come on man i actually got into that older i didn't like it when it was on i got into that on the like uh Hated the bernie mac show the replay yeah i was not a fan of the bernie mac show like, why did you why I did you just not do a, a fan time? of the bernie mac show this whole talk at the cameras never liked i it. did not like the bernie mac show i don't even bro. know if i've ever watched i've watched, i've seen episodes yeah. of everybody hates chris yeah because it just be on yeah. sometimes Never sat yeah. and watched the whole episode. I, I liked Everybody Hates Chris in syndication. I never got into Bernie Mac. And then when it went into syndication, I still didn't like I tried. When it would come on, I had to change the channel, bro. America. And it was like, y'all gave, and rest in peace, Bernie Mac, nigga. But y'all gave him that one show off that one joke. And y'all ran with it. And it was like, no, nah, y'all could have did. Like, I felt like creatively they, they was trying to do too much shit. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to the movie, man. So they go on these bachelor bachelorette parties. The the mom ruins Lauren London's bachelorette shit. Her ring got caught on his ring. got hair. caught on the wig, snatched it off. She uh thought the damn she said is the hangman word, an N-word. <laughs> yo, I cried, nigga. <laughs> Cause they was like, yo, y'all said it was plural, so it's gotta be an S at the end. Everybody <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, I got it. Is it an N-word? <laughs> Fam. <laughs> and then she was like, no, Navajos. Like, that's where I was going. Navajos. That's crazy. Funny as fuck. But what did the word start with N? No, it oh. was um, it was dancers. Mm. So it had an N in it. And if she would have just said, is there an N in the word? <laughs> totally different context, right? That's what we get for, for saying a fucking N-word. <laughs> Come on, man. Just say nigga. <laughs> y'all just say nigga and nobody would say the N-word, nigga. Uh, y'all branded it and shit. Now, like, but they get back and the final straw happened at their fucking uh, rehearsal dinner, engagement dinner, whatever it was. Um, the night before they have all family, everybody at the wedding is invited. We all at this dinner. And it just don't go great. Um, Eddie Murphy gave a very awkward speech. Everybody gave awkward speeches. Facts. But his was like, this nigga yo, Andrew Schultz's speech was funny as fuck, by the yeah. way. That nigga said, yo, <laughs> nigga said, 
I was at the insurrection. I was there. <laughs> but Ezra tried to stop me from going because he's a liberal cuck. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is the Andrew Schultz uh, documentary right here. Um, but Eddie got up and he said, yo, you know. You're, <laughs> David and Company <laughs> did it. Yo, that nigga did biography. an exhibit. <laughs> literally read the wiki. I read the wiki. This is what wiki says, dog. He was going sentence for sentence on Wikipedia, bro. Oh, um, and then Eddie gets up and he does his speech. Yo, Young Miami had me rolling, too. She was like, yo, congrats for marrying this white man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so when Eddie gets up, he says, yo, you know, you're you're not the cocaine doing uh, racist wild child degenerate. Uh, you're you or whatever the fuck he said and then he was so toast to my baby girl it was so weird dog and i was like yo if i'm jonah hill at that moment i gotta holler at your pops nigga I'm finally I'm, I'm i'm so fucking glad i'm glad as fuck he went off on him dog and did it respectfully because yo nigga and still put his foot down yeah like bro but i wanted him to do that and i wanted lauren london to do what she did with his mom because i loved what she told his mama dog like i'm not your toy i ain't a black fucking accessory but I wanted them to do that and come together and say, yo, I just talked to your, your pops. I just talked to your moms. I had to straight up say. I wanted Ezra to go first and say, listen, I want to marry you. <laughs> yeah, that would have been wild. Because after she said it, he was like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And they just went. There. But I want to go first. Yeah, yeah. Because he was like, yo, you look like you want to go first. She was like, I do. Damn, nigga. Now I don't love your energy. Because now I'm, what you finna say to me? And clearly he wasn't finna say, I don't want to marry you. He had something else in mind because when she said, I don't see how this could work, that nigga looked like his whole. I thought he about to say the same shit. Yeah, that nigga heart sunk, dog. Like I, I, th I took that. I thought he was about to say the same shit. Nah, I think he was stunned. Though. I thought he was about to say, listen, I don't know how this is going to work. And I think, you know, maybe we should. I'm like, I was hoping like, you know what? We're not going to do this shit. We just going to dip off and we're going to elope. Yeah. Fuck all these people. It's me and you. I, I was waiting on that kind of energy, dog. Because when I check your dad and you check my mom, we got to elope. <laughs> like, we're not having a traditional wedding. But they broke the fuck up. And then, did they say how much time went by? It was like six months. Okay. So this this little this time goes by. We lose half a year. They both go on to do their thing. They each have little moments where they, like, remember each other and shit. And then um, Mike Epps gives Eddie Murphy some game when they in the whip. They listening to his podcast. Like, you know, what boy, he, uh, he, he pretty good. So, hey, that... that Motherfucking uh, White Barry White Like A nigga He got some game dog He kind of spitting bro I imagine that must How I feel If um Never mind <laughs> Never mind Never mind So Mike Epps is like Look man You went a little hard on him dog Eddie Murphy like shit Nigga went hard on who Nigga him and you fucked up shit for your daughter, nigga, Amira. You ain't never give him a chance. Come on, man. And the nigga was like, yo, I get, he was, it was like, no, nah, you know what he did down in Vegas? He did so much coke, he shit himself. He was like, you seen him shit himself? No, nah, it wasn't this time. It was last time, but I heard about it. I heard people talking about what they remember. And that nigga was like, hey, man, you did your shit when we was young, too, nigga. You wasn't always Akbar, Woody. Like, come on, bro. Akbar is a wild name. I didn't love that they went that like they went, far. They went too, they went too deep into the... Like no key. Come on, Fab name is John Jackson and he Dominican. Y'all could have went regular. Yo, this is a really good movie. Despite what I'm about to say. Okay. 
Kill Eddie kind of ruined this shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't like his performance in this movie. No, I wasn't. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was not a huge fan. His performance was not was not on par in this movie. And what what happened though? When yeah. was it? Was it after Norbit? I don't know. Was it after? Because Dream Girls, like, no, Dream Girls, my nigga was uh, Grammy nominated out here, nah, Oscar nominated. Did, uh, Rudy Ray Moore and shit. It was a- and that animated. was excellent on Netflix. Why? Yeah. Sometimes he just be not himself. Yeah. This they sent the clone out. This wasn't my my favorite Eddie because it was like he didn't feel natural. He felt like he was forcing the no, meanness. Kind of just uh, clone three super cows. Man. And they probably clone Eddie too. They sent him uh, spy balloons over here too. They just shot that motherfucker down. Yo, they Congress literally showed proof that it was spy balloons over here. Like when Donald Trump was in office, that nigga Trump tweeted, "He ain't never seen that." He was like, "That is an absolute lie." He was like, "That did not happen on my watch." And they was like, "Bro, like no, like we got him. Like the video is right there. We captured him during your term." Nigga said, "Nah." He pleading the fifth on some shit to happen, dog. Um, so Mike Epps told him straight up, you was being a fucking asshole, nigga. He thought about it. He called the mom. I would have loved to see a scene between them two kind of, because y'all had issues too, nigga. Like, yeah. I ain't just want to see them jump to the uh, shoe store, but it's what we got. They jumped to the shoe store. Yo, bro, if niggas just asked me and you to review their shit before it go live, man. We can make so many projects we better. We can come in the post. Come on, bro. Post-production, before everything go out. Um, I'm not even capping. No, no, no. Dead ass. And half the time, we be on here laughing and joking. Yeah. I be forgetting all the things that I really wanted to say. But like in real life, if you did, I think you would have a better product. Bro, 30 less minutes of racist beef between families. And 30 more minutes of Jonah Hill and Lauren London dating and like just being in love and falling in love. It could be 10 more minutes. Shit, 15. It don't even, because it's, it's moving in movie time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Movie but like, time is just a little more of them falling in love and a lot less of. Who directed this? Kenya. Yo, Kenya, you got to be able to talk to Eddie. Yeah. Hey, I need some, I need some more, Eddie. Yo, I Eddie. Need a little, hey. Raise your voice. Yo, man, when did everybody's hair get curly in this month? Eddie, raise your voice. You know what, Eddie? Uh, do an impersonation of your brother. And nigga, do, do an all... impersonation of yourself. Nigga, do the movie as Bill Cosby. Shit. You, you, he's great at impressions. Do it as James Brown, nigga. nigga do it as Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no, literally. Do it as yourself, like, bro. Do it as Eddie Murphy when he was 30 years old. Bro. Go. I get that you not about the Beverly Hills Cop laugh in this motherfucker. There's another Beverly Hills Cop movie coming up. Are they still doing it with uh, Brandon T. Jackson? Because that's who was supposed Murphy. to be in it. No, it was always with Eddie Murphy, but Brandon T. Jackson was supposed to be Brandon the character. Brandon T. Jackson is no longer down with the Illuminati. Brandon T. Jackson uh, he was on that his, flyer. This nigga was in here. No, I won't say this nigga, uh, but he was in here speaking some some wild shit. Word. He had two bangles on both arms. Oh shit. Uh, he's a he's a he's a wild boy. I did see him in the, um at the Laugh Factory in L. A. a couple of days ago. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. He was on that flyer with that random ass lineup with like Trey Songs and Mario and nigga ninety comedians. He, that, he he is very anti until I guess until you need to check. Yeah, but he is very anti Hollywood and shit. He was at Punchline the other day, Maybe like three that's weeks where ago. I saw him at, yeah, on on stage like too. Two or three weeks ago, he was at Punchline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Uh, look, we get to the end, man. They bring them to the shoe store. They do a random, oh, we just bumped into each other. And then both parents apologize. 
And then they opened the fucking good apologies. It, they were really good they apologies. They addressed the actual concerns. And then they say, hey, y'all wait out here for a minute. And then they they talk. Hey, did you miss me as much as I missed you? That's where I wanted a kiss. Like, nigga. Like, but again, we don't know what the fuck is up with Lauren London, but you do not have to convince me if she say, I just don't want to be in no movie doing all this. Cool. Did they kiss? Oh, no, they didn't probably. I don't know. I don't remember. The, 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 my, I know you mentioned it in my. No, I think they pecked. I feel like he like like grabbed her like smaller back and like kissed her on the cheek before he went into the other room. It was something very light, bro. Um, well, I would hate to be Lauren. Like she can't never date. Nah, nah. Whenever she decides to date somebody, imagine her dating somebody that's not prolific. Nigga, literally. <laughs> Come on. A nigga that won't go get it. Come on, dog. Go figure. Like, bro. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. oh, if it's another famous person. Oh, my goodness. They gonna search that nigga page. Oh, you you put rest in peace Nipsey. Oh, yeah. Nah, they, now gonna, you, they gonna eat him alive. Man. That's, he can't be a famous nigga. She, he gotta be a regular He gotta guy. be a regular nigga. But and just as a regular up. guy, how insecure are you gonna feel when you with her? With And she played last time that I checked on y'all first date. Soon as you scoop her, man, she like yo. Can you turn this on? That's a that's a position that I do not envy. And not only that, like she was dating. We talked about the pinnacle, motherfuckers. She was dating the pinnacle of niggas who. So I remember a long, long time ago, before she had a baby with Wayne, she had did an interview, and they asked her like type of dude she like, and she got a lot of flack because she basically was like, I like. Street dudes, like I like an educated street dude, bro, who bought his money, but he ain't no soft ass nigga. Like that was her damn near word for word quote. She met Nipsey, nigga, a well educated street dude who was from the hood, but was also a fucking brilliant entrepreneur. Nigga was well spoken, well read, well all this shit. And she found the type of nigga she was looking for. She was like, that's my type. That's nigga, my type. that was literally her type. And then not only that, he had the bag. Nigga, like, his businesses was... He, his bag kept growing. As long as she on, knew man. me, nigga, our bag kept growing. The bag literally grew from when I met you to when I died, dog. It grew exponentially, bro. And my music was getting better, too. Like, shit, nigga. Yeah, no, nah, niggas ain't surviving a relationship with Lauren, That's dog. Tough, That's a rough spot. Because if you a regular dude, it's hard to live up to. Nipsey was damn near a regular dude. He was just a regular dude with a and, lot of shit. And then if you like a star yeah. and y'all date and it don't work out, how fucking dare you do that? Third? Don't oh, man. You, you fucked you, over Lauren. If you cheated on Lauren. Nah, nah. You dead meat, bro. Man. You getting ate up on Twitter worse than any. Oh, my goodness. That's like, you know what? Remember we was talking about, uh, that's like if you dating uh, the, the the Flannery sister. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> 10 times worse. Like, you you, you run into these unks. Nah, it's yeah. unks everywhere. Nah. <laughs> like, yo, 60s unks. Yo, like, when, when unks is literally 60s, nigga. Nah. You going to have a problem, dog. It's tough. Man. I don't. I do not envy her. And her being from L.A. God makes that her. ten times worse for God a nigga. God bless her, man. Yeah, God bless her like a mother, bro. She deserved everything, which is why I said I'm fucking with anything Lauren London do. Like, you named one of them joints uh, that she done did post-Nipsey death. I was like, damn, I ain't never heard it. I got to go watch that now. I got to go figure it out, man. Um, Look, man, I like this movie. It was not without flaw, but I think you niggas went a little too hard on it. Y'all did exactly what the movie was telling y'all don't do. 
I was trying to get y'all a lesson, and you niggas clearly ain't learning, man. But um, yo, man, I want to see more black rom coms. I don't care about interracial rom coms being on screen because that we need that too. They yeah, out shout here. Shout to uh, Kamal Smith, uh, director from the city. He made mm-hmm. a, um, this was a few years back. We had him on, but he had Coffee Talk. Okay. Which was a, a independent film from here, but it was a rom com. Yeah. Like it was a romantic movie. Yeah. It wasn't about, we wasn't shooting, we weren't drugs. It was yeah. two people fell in love, yeah. fell off, got back together. It was like a regular yeah. movie, and it didn't have all the regular, it didn't have a bunch of Heart Plaza. Yeah. Ass shit. Yeah. It was like, I want to show off Detroit, but not, not. Not in the obvious way, bro. Yeah, I don't want to see the fist. Yeah, I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Really good. Yeah, I I just feel like more black rom coms would really do us some good, bro. It'll lighten up the fucking mood, like, and it will also allow you to find out that as a black man, you are actually supposed to like women. Man. Well, let me rephrase that. Okay. No, fuck that. This Patreon. I get it. You can you can like women. Yeah. Because it feel like. You think that you're not supposed to like them. Yeah. And you're supposed to argue and fight with them all day. Nope. Or like y'all supposed to be at odds. No, you can like them. Yeah, you, you should. should like them. You should. You should. And hold up. Wait, wait. Because opposite of that, it'll also teach black women you can love black men. You can. Yo, it ain't impossible. You ain't got to talk bad about these niggas. You ain't got to talk about them being bums and suckers and not like the niggas from the old day and they don't make men like they used to. Guess what? She wasn't dating. You was seven years old. In my, this generation era is weird. Which other generation did you live in? Every Father's Day, you say dog wasn't even there. Now you had the greatest fucking, all right, nigga, whatever. Um, but with these rom-coms and just seeing more, in general, I just want to see more fucking black people loved and like, moving lightly on film dog it don't always got to be centered around a major fucking tragedy or a shooting or somebody got killed or somebody got robbed or somebody got arrested like i want to see us just being happy on screen dog and and that don't necessarily have to be a rom-com it don't have to be a black on black relationship in a rom-com it can and clearly be a black and a jew or a black and a white or a black man and a white woman a black man and a white or a black woman and a white man i don't care i just want to see black people on screen happy dog that's it and i'll be honest i just want to see some good shit yo you know what because we getting off on white excellence facts facts you know what i and this is the last thing i'm gonna say on this movie you know my biggest critique of this movie dog biggest by far actually is that we didn't get a motherfucking uh Montage of outtakes. Yeah. That felt off. With these niggas on this subject, that felt off. Like, no, no, no. You can't Mike tell Epps me. In, give me some Mike Epps and Eddie Murphy in the car going fam, back and forth. Fam. Give me Schultz going through a bunch of fam, shit. Like, give me Sam J. Sam J literally half the reason I don't usually find her funny because she just goes for like 10 hours on one thing. But give me that because I know you got it. Mike Epps and Eddie in the car, I've probably been waiting on for a billion years, nigga. Give me Mike. I mean, give me Jonah Eddie Murphy Hill and Jonah in the car. Going back and forth. Oh, at the table. Damn. Him. Give me Jonah Hill at the barbershop. Anthony Anderson, Mike, or uh, Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill in the barbershop. That's why we don't got fucking, um, that's why I miss the DVD era. Yeah. Because like. Or you buy a movie on Apple, yeah. Oh, outtakes, but outtakes was like a that. whole different. That was a whole DVD deluxe. You had to get the special to get the outtake. 
and I know they exist. Kenya, the fact this ain't run through the, the credits at the end is wild to me, nigga. Like, me and Shorty saw this shit at a screening three weeks ago. Um, Bro, we sat there till the end like, I know they gonna run something. Not a single fucking outtake. Y'all y'all wild for that. With this crew, nigga, give me Deion Cole at that fucking wedding planning combo. I know he went crazy. I bro. know he came up. He had a bunch of random stuff. Nigga. He probably like, no, nah, we gonna go as uh, Power Rangers. Bro. Oh, no, nah, we gonna go as uh, Dragon Ball Z. Like, I know he snapped, bro. Like, yeah, dog. That, that is, for me, the biggest miss of the movie is that y'all ain't give us outtakes at the end. So I think that would have been really fun. And for me, dog... I just would have loved to see this cast after such a fucking heavy topic being approached, just cracking up, dog. At the end of the day, this is a group of fucking geniuses, man. man. Either way, man, that's how we felt about it, dog. Um, you people on Netflix, check it out if you haven't already. I think it's got some rewatchability, so I'm going to probably check it out again. But let us know what y'all thought about the, uh, the episode. Let us know what y'all thought about the movie. Until next week, I'm Ant. That's Jay. This Week in Culture, we out.